0: Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. El Tambo Fest, Night One, first ever Cumbia Summit of the Borderlands kicked off on April 27, 2018 at Hotel Congress. The evening began with a panel discussion of Cumbia artists and was sponsored by Southwest Folklife Alliance and CALA Alliance or Celebración Artística de las Américas. Founder and artistic director of El Tambo, Logan Phillips, introduced the moderator and speakers. El Tambo began in 2013 and bills itself as Tucson's legendary dance party without borders. El Tambo loosely translates as the drum and celebrates the cultural remixing that has always taken place here in the borderlands. University of Arizona Assistant Professor of Mexican-American Studies, Michelle Tellez, moderated this panel of four cumbia musicians from four of the bands who performed at El Tambo Fest night one, first ever cumbia summit of the borderlands. The musicians are Gabriel Sullivan from Chicha Dust, Adrian Rodriguez from La Diabla, Cody Lopez from Native Creed, and Kiko Rodriguez from El Paso's Frontera Boogaloo.
1: Yes, yes. Well, welcome to uh, 2018 El Tambo Fest. Yeah, night one. Um, So this is our second year doing El Tambo Fest and our fifth year of doing El Tambo in general. Um, And we are really excited that in our second year of the festival, we are about four times bigger than we were last year. And it's been a lot of work, but it's a lot of love and a lot of people that we love are here in town. And so we want to honor them um, by everything we're doing tonight and also honor our local Tucson community. Next week is night two. So, night one and night two are a week apart in our festival. And, night two next week is going to be a bunch of amazing DJs and producers um, and performers from all over the nation, not just the borderlands. Entonces, muchas gracias a todos por estar aquí haciendo presencia esta noche. Um, I'd like to shout out Humble Lioness, DJ Humble Lioness, who's over here in the white, and she'll be DJing in here later. She's one of the four organizers together with myself of this festival. I'll introduce the other two as the night goes on. But without further ado, I want to bring up our panelists. Um, First, I want to um, introduce uh, Dr. Michelle Tellez from the University of Arizona, Mexican-American Studies Department, who I'm very, very happy that this worked out, that she could moderate this panel. Uh, She's an interdisciplinary scholar trained in community studies, sociology, Chicano, Chicano studies, education and writes about identity, transnational community formation, cross-border labor organizing, gendered migration, autonomy, and resistance along the U.S.-Mexico border. Yes, that's right. Now you know why I'm excited. Dr. Tellez has published in several book anthologies and in journals such as Gender and Society, Feminist Foundations, Aztlan, Chicana Latina Studies, and Violence Against Women. She's also done a lot of amazing other things. You can see how long that bio is. I'm not gonna read it all, y'all. But um, I would like to welcome her. She'll be in conversation with Gabriel from um, Chicha Dust, with um, Adrian from La Diabla, Cody from Native Creed, as well as Kiko from Frontera Bugalu. So please give them a big round of applause.
2: Thank you for that kind introduction, Logan. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, is anybody else excited to be here? Yeah. This is amazing to think about um, a Borderlands Cumbia Summit. Who would have the vision to do that but but Logan and his colleagues. So I'm really excited. It's an honor. Um, and this afternoon, we're going to be just thinking about the ways in which Cumbia has been shaped and reshaped across time, location, experience. Um, and social conditions, right? And so, uh, for me, I think today, we really want to think through the idea of cumbia in the borderlands. Like, what does that mean? What does that signify? And I think that when we hear cumbia, it invokes probably lots of memories, at least it does for me. I was just talking to Kiko about how when I hear cumbia, I think about the cumbia in my mom's hometown um, in Jalisco, where we were very rigid in the way we danced, right? And then how it has evolved over my own experiences in living in different places in Mexico and in the U.S. So um, I think it's a really central point for us to think through culture, experience, ident- and identity. So, what I'd like to do first is just to offer a quick intro in terms of um, the artists that we have up here on stage. Ask them to really think about the ways in which Cumbia arrived to them, like how did Cumbia come to you? And I'm really also interested in your names, like the band names, and how that relates to your band and, and how you formed. So, we'll start there. Thank you.
3: <clears throat> well, um, my name is Cody Lopez. Um, I play with the band Native Creed. It's um, it's a family-oriented band. I mean, we've been around since the early '90s, and so and I'm 26 now. So I started when I was knee-high. <laughs> so I've been doing this a long time, uh, alongside my dad, brothers, uncles. I mean, it's 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 uh, how do I say it? It's been a so it's, a, it's, a, it's been a long life lesson for me, you know. So, I mean, we've, uh, we're from the Thono Otham Nation, which is neighbor to Tucson, which is uh, about, I don't know, close to 50 miles worth of the border. So, and we have, I mean, parts of our, members of our tribe across the border. So, I mean, music, this type of music's been around us for a very, very, very long time. And, um... Sorry, I am a little nervous. <laughs> and um yeah, I mean we I mean Gumi has been we've been playing a lot of Gumi since I mean we've how we've watched how it's evolved into what it is nowadays and how uh, a lot of the younger generations really like it so that's why that's what they want so that's why we just continue to grow with it.
4: Uh, I'm Adrian. I'm uh, the accordionist and vocalist of La Diabla a band. The band comes from Tijuana and San Diego, so it's like from actually binational. Part of us are from San Diego, part of us are from uh, Tijuana. Uh, we actually start, got close or introduced to cumbia in, in an area of Mexico called Monterrey, where they have the they they have a lot of really deep Colombian cumbia roots, which is kind of what we ended up following. We, do, we took it back to the roots of the cumbia. We do some really rustic, really uh, um, well, basic and raw Colombian style cumbia, the origins of, of the whole cumbia thing. And uh, we've been doing it about 18 years. And um, it, the, the band actually like, is considered from Tijuana, but, but we actually like, play a, have been playing a lot more in the U.S. lately. Uh, and just moving this music. Uh, part of the thing that, uh, like, coming to what we're talking about here is that uh, in that area, in the border area, a lot of the people who are on this side can't go back to their roots. So they, they really enjoy, like, getting a little bit of the touch of, of the traditional, original cumbia they used to hear as children when they came over and they're not able to come back. We get a lot of that from, from the people up in, in, well, we're from California, so in LA and, um, uh, the Bay Area, all those areas. They, there's like a lot of people like that that we that kind of like what we're the, what we're about, and and we do it for that. We do it like for the people. Basically, we, we learned it on the streets, and we're just doing it the same way.
5: Yeah. I'm like, can I interview you guys? <laughs> uh, yo soy Kiko Rodriguez. Soy del de Paso, Texas, and. Um, and our sister city is Ciudad Juarez, Chihuahua. And we started about seven years ago. El nombre del grupo se llama Frontera Bugalú. Frontera for obvious reasons. And uh, Bugalú because it was a term used in the 70s, I mean 60s in New York by the Caribbean uh, artists, the Puerto Rican and Dominican artists that were creating the salsa movement at the time. And they had to come up with creative ways to sell their music to the American public, so they came up with the word salsa, bugaloo, different things, and so in a lot of ways, we're still going through that, and we're still having to, I guess, sell ourselves in in a certain way to the American public, so we, we chose that word, frontera bugalo. Um How did cumbia come to me? That's a weird question, because in the border, it was all about the accordion, but it was norteño accordion, and I still love it very much. It's the closest thing to my heart. But it was by way of of Colombia that I fell in love with the, with the cumbia and very much with the roots cumbia, vallenato, and and all of that. Um, the tribal sense that it brings, the some kind of memory that it brings to me, uh, reminds me of my native past, my African past, like the other things that they tell us to ignore. So that was the way that I was able to maybe recover some of that and it just feels really good rolling out of, you know, the words I, in Spanish in a cumbia just sounds, felt much more natural to me. And uh, that's how it happened.
6: Uh, my name's Gabriel Sullivan from Chicha Dust and or Sixa, Chicha Dust tonight. And uh, I think, uh, you know, growing up in Tucson or probably anywhere on the border, it's you're going to be around Cumbia one way or another. And uh, I'd always known it, uh, but it wasn't until I met uh, our keyboard player, Jason Erman, and uh, all, all the guys he grew up playing with from Nogales, they really introduced me to Cumbia and to really Latin music in general. And uh, there was something that I could really relate to in Cumbia that it felt like uh, it just had some, a sort of punk rock element, was a real, like, it was deep, it was primal, and uh, really of the earth. And uh, so we started in, involving that in some of our bands, but it wasn't until we got the uh, Roots of Chicha compilation from our buddy uh, Olivier, who uh, he released it on his record label, part Bass Records. And we heard that, heard those guitar sounds, and Brian and I immediately were like, it was the coolest guitar we'd ever heard. It was the most rock and roll guitar we'd ever heard. And we started learning those songs and started Chicha Dust, which, uh, over a couple year period evolved into, uh, what became Siksa. And now it's this element of, uh, kind of bringing all our worlds together with the Cumbia element, with the Chicha element, and with hard rock, with punk rock. And, uh, yeah, it just, there's something about it that just seems to... Uh, it melts perfectly with anything that's uh, primal. And that's where we're at.
0: You are listening to Remarks Made in a panel discussion featuring four musicians from four cumbia bands who performed at El-, El Tambo Fest night one, first ever cumbia summit of the borderlands on 30 Minutes, 91.3 KXZI Tucson.
2: I think some of you uh, talked about this a little bit already, but I wanna um, have you all think about like, well, what does Kumbia mean also to your communities? Um, you talked a little bit about what it might mean to you and how you came to it, but what does it mean for your communities? There's a lot of layers, right? The border, borders between indigenous communities and you know, sometimes people call it occupied lands, right? occupied territories. Um, and then also between different nation-states, right? So there's lots, and also just like local, like what are the networks that help facilitate you know, these communities for you? And we don't have to go in order. I mean, who who wants to go first? You wanna go in order? Okay, we'll go in order.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, Cumbia to my community, I mean, it's, it's it's a gateway to freedom, in other words, you know, I mean, when you, when you're out there on that dance floor, for anyone dancing to any cumbia, you know, it's a way a person can move the way they want, you know. And, I mean, that's, it's just, it opens other doors for other things, you know. You, It's, it, I mean, it's just uh, another way of letting loose and uh, a place where you can, you know, not have a care in the world, not care about who's watching you and whatnot. So, I mean, it's it's. It means a lot to my community I mean and that's why we do it and that's what they want that's why we play cumbia I mean and and it's not only cumbia it's I mean it's music in general you know so it means
4: a lot so in our our area actually it's kind of a peculiar case because we are one of the only cumbia bands in that region Uh, the the closest ones are up in LA and like up north but in TJ like we're We've been doing it for a while, but we're like the only ones that actually doing, like, well, not, not the only ones, but we, some of the first ones. And so, originally when we started, it was actually kind of marginalized. Cumbia was like, oh, that's for Chilangos, people from Mexico City, they didn't, like, they were seen in a negative way, like maybe like poor people music, you know? But uh, But we actually broke into the younger crowd with what we were doing, because it was something they weren't used to listening to, so. So it was, uh, it, it, we've been, like, just breaking into, we've, in our whole history, we've only done one show in our actual genre, like a tropical show. Other than that, we played shows where it's, like, the punk rock shows. Uh, we've done electronic, reggae shows, like, all kinds of, all other genres except cumbia. Uh, we actually have closed, like, rock festivals, things like that. So our community actually is, like, not the typical... In that area, that community that would listen to this stuff—at least not in, in on the Mexican side—and the U.S. side is again the people who who appreciate that type of music, listening to like the nostalgia of it. Uh, and so, what it means to to us—I mean, so I wouldn't be able to exactly hit it because it's so varied. The people that that we play to—that that there's no one community that we that we actually uh, play. But cumbia to me is. Yeah, it's a way I could express actually, like uh, my my personal art. It's it's something that somebody else created a long time ago, but but that we're keeping it alive right now. It's like a piece of history for me.
5: I think for us too, it's it, it very very much is a, a working class music that all of us had access to, and um, I also come a little bit from the the punk scene in El Paso and Juarez and. It was very independent, we're very independent-minded over there. We, we do our own shows, we, if, we do our own themes, we produce whatever music we like, and um, El Paso and Juárez has that tradition. Um, there's not a lot of cumbia bands that do what we do there either, like, like what he was saying, and, but um, we do draw from all the age groups, and that's important to us, that we have five-year-olds, ten-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 70-year-olds, and and I like that a lot because the music scene is so like focused only on like five years of your life, you know, like the music industry wants to relegate music and live music to 15 to 18 or something, and, and I, I believe that our cultural music is for everybody and something that you can do all your life, and that's for everyone all ages, and and we've seen the kids love it so much and it brings so much joy to their heart. And it's a good way for them to understand that they're Mexican-Americans without going into a long explanation, you know. And it's, it's hard to, to, to teach or talk about our, our heritage without, you know, too much analysis. So I think the music is a good way to do it. It's fast and, and, and it stays there forever, you know. The, the fans that follow us have been following us for a while. And I think it's because they hold that in their heart. And so for me, the cumbia has been very important. It's, it's rebellious. It's political. It's autonomous right now. Um, no one controls it. Everyone's doing what they want with it. It's creative, you know. So that's very important to me as a musician. And um, I guess uh, we play the cumbia that, that talks about the issues that are happening to us. Because no one else is talking about them right now. So we talk about them. And, and we feel like our community is hearing us. So it's important for us in that way.
6: Well, I think as far as a community of Cumbia goes, we'll all see tonight how strong Tucson is in that. And, you know, I remember like seven, eight years ago, uh, I was playing in a band that was trying to combine Cumbia and uh, Balkan brass music. And uh, I remember Logan... I'd never met this guy. He came running in the club after the show and we met and he's telling me, this is what, I, I love this. I want to do nights with this music. Like, And, you know, sitting here now what's seven something years later, it's, uh, it's incredible to see how many people come out for these events every week, every Friday night. It's, uh, you know, like you guys were saying, it's all kinds of people. It's, it's young people. It's, it's all races, it's all ages, it's people from every walk of life, and it's uh it's a music you can just enjoy and uh, and beyond that, seeing you know taking our band uh being lucky enough to go tour through the u s through europe and uh and you see of course like uh you know you go to Germany, there's uh some interesting German dancing going on at our shows but uh but you see like the the Peruvians show up, the Mexicans show up, all the Latin communities show up and they want to hear their music. And uh, and it's just, it's becoming so global. And I think, uh, in my eyes, of all the Latin musics, I think Cumbia is really kind of the spearhead that's uniting people in a very global way right now. Yeah, no, I think uh, we landed in, our band landed in some kind of weird world, uh, and it was a completely natural thing. We, uh, like I said, we started learning this Chicha music, and we knew we wanted to we wanted to play in a band covering these songs, just even for the sake of learning the guitar parts and learning the these melodies. And we went through a few like lineup formations in the beginning, uh, but quickly ended up settling in the lineup that we have now that i think really revolves around our our drummers uh efren cruz chavez who he plays latin percussion like nobody's business but uh he has no he had no idea until he met us who black sabbath was he thought led zeppelin was a guy uh you know he, he was just really like immersed in latin music and uh and then our drummer, Winston Watson, he's a like seasoned rock and roll arena rock drummer. Played with Bob Dylan and Alice Cooper, and I don't think he'd ever heard a cumbia song in his entire life. So those two together, I think, have really come to represent what our band is uh, is all about. Like it's uh, we both come. Everyone in the band is now coming from. Uh, latin and rock and roll backgrounds uh sonically speaking and and now trying to explore that a little deeper we've done uh collaborations with uh actually this week we're recording with uh some friends from uh near algeria a band called imaran uh from a real small uh, uh village then they speak no english the only language they speak is a nomadic language that few understand and uh, you know we've been mixing their kind of desert blues that they play with our weird rock and roll chicha cumbia and that's beautiful to see like these cultures and these worlds and these sounds that seem like they were
5: born for each other follow up what he said (laughs) are we putting something new into it I don't I'm not sure Um, we emulate a lot we do a lot of the Lagunero style, Monterrey style that he was talking about. Uh, Mexico really accepted the Colombian cumbia. It became part of Mexico, I think. And that influenced us in the border. Um, but we're right on the border, so everybody was is into rock and roll. Everybody was a rock and roller. Everybody was a punk or a skater. And I think we were drawn to it because of its independence, in a way. So we have that. We have some of those elements in in the band. Um, But I think he's right. I think all of us listen to music from all over the world. And Latin music is like that. It it connects you to Africa. It connects you to South America, to Peru, to Mexico. Like, it connects you so many places. and, And you can explore so many things with it. It's like endless possibilities. And I think you'll see some of that in our set. That may be some of what we do different. There's a lot of Norteño inflection in the accordion playing. I try to play like a Colombian, but I can't, you know? I I play like I'm from the border, and so you'll hear that. Um, Our lyrics, though, our lyrics are very very political uh, stuff, a lot of harsh stuff, I think, that sometimes people complain to me that they don't want to hear about or talk about. But the Cumbia records that I listened to, they all talked about that stuff too, so I don't know. They talked about slavery, they talked about oppression, they talked about the fallen heroes of their villages, you know, and and what they did for their people. And so I think Frontera, our our band has a little bit of that political stance, Um, the political dance, I guess. Uh, I hope that we're adding something new, but I'm not sure.
4: Uh, Well, La Diabla... Uh, has what we do is it's not unique we're reviving something that hasn't been done in a long time there's no new groups doing the what the stuff that the old school people used to do uh to the point that like for example our all our music is coming out just in vinyl we don't put out like cds or anything like, just vinyl only um because we're staying to like the way they used to do it uh but we also do work sometimes and do a little bit of modern stuff we'll work with djs and producers. Uh, like for example dusty from corpus christi uh cool kyle from oakland uh we who uh, bunch of like producers that that do vinyl spinning and so so it helps to to be in contact with that type of people like logan for example too that does vinyl um we we sometimes will put a little bit of the hip-hop stuff into it because we're from Southern California. We grew up in the 90s where the gangster rap and all that stuff. But we don't go that way. We don't do the gangsta stuff, but we will kind of mix it into it sometimes. It depends on the show, because we, we play depending on how we see the people. Every show is different. Uh, we always we don't have, like, a set that we'll do, like, oh, we're going to do this. And actually, the way we play even is the way a DJ would play. Um, we don't stop between songs. We just keep going, because when you, a DJ's up on the stage, he's not going to stop the song, just to, unless he's a sonidero, which stops every, like, every 2 seconds but that's the sonideros if you guys don't know is a is a style of cumbia that they have down in Mexico City there's like sound system like in Jamaica but they they'll start talking in between songs to give shout outs to people that's that's uh, sonidero cumbia uh but well we don't do that we do, we do like like the DJs that spin vinyl we will just keep going throughout our show cuz we don't want people to stop dancing our lyrics are more, when we do, like, the, not the hip-hop stuff, when we do the traditional stuff, it's more poetic. We don't go too much into the political stuff. It's just, like, how they used to do it. Like, the, the, the old-school cumbias talked about uh, what they saw at the moment. Uh, like, like the, they liked the, like the sound of the birds singing, and that's kind of the stuff that they would sing about back in the day. So that's kind of what we're doing.
3: Well, I mean, well, that's the that's the good thing about cumbia. I mean, there's no there's no set boundaries to it. You can I mean you can do anything. Get just how like they said. I mean, it's it's an art form. You can get however creative you want to be with it, and uh, I mean that'll project how you feel at that you know at that moment. Um, and the way we play our cumbia is it's a lot like the like the sonidero style, you know. But um, so, we don't normally we don't we don't have a vocalist. that's what you're gonna find out tonight. We don't have a vocalist, it's all instrumental I mean, so we just more and less wanna show the people how we feel through our music so that they feel that same way, you know, regardless of what it is i mean it can from how super excited you wanna be to how melancholy you wanna be you know it's 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 all different it's different every night it's it's a different crowd every night, you never know how. But, I mean, the good thing about it is you can brighten up anybody's day, you know, through music. That's what it's there for. So, I mean, yeah.
0: We'll have to leave it there. You've been listening to Remarks Made in a panel discussion featuring four musicians from four cumbia bands who performed at El Tambo Fest night one, first ever cumbia summit of the borderlands at Hotel Congress on April 27, 2018. The panel is sponsored by Southwest Folklife Alliance and C.A.L.A. Alliance. Speakers included founder and artistic director of El Tambo, Logan Phillips, University of Arizona Assistant Professor of Mexican-American Studies, Michelle Tejas; Gabriel Sullivan from Chicha Dust, Adrian Rodriguez from La Diabla, Cody Lopez from Native Creed, and Kiko Rodriguez from El Paso's Frontera Bugalu. Special thanks to KXCI Music Director Duncan Hudson for recording this panel. Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager.